Ninja. All right. So um, today we're going to talk about uh, hurricanes, particularly uh, Hurricane Dorian, which has uh, devastated uh, islands of the Bahamas. And I'm talking to you in the first few days of September of 2019. And um, over about the last 36 hours, uh, we've had this really very, very powerful um, tropical storm, a hurricane, Category 5 hurricane, which has uh, hit um, the Bahamas. Uh, wind speeds estimated up to 220 miles per hour. Um, and, you know, if, if that is the case, it would certainly make it the strongest um, hurricane in the, in the Atlantic ever to, um, to hit land. So um, <clears throat> the, the, the reports that I, I've seen have suggested the death toll is approximately seven, um, although uh, a lot of accounts tend to suggest that, you know, it's only now that the storm has, has moved away from the uh, the Bahamas that the full extent of the damage is likely to be known. And it, it's expected that the death toll is is going to to rise. So um, where we are to, today, I'm recording this, it's on the 4th of September. And the, the situation in the, in the Bahamas is that there are thousands of, of residents there that are really stuck without, um, without shelter and are, are, are expected to be suffering from shortage of food, uh, medicine and, and water um, that will need to be addressed by the, the international community. So um, video footage and sort of aerial, aerial photographs do look pretty terrible um, in the Bahamas. Um, one eyewitness account has said it's total devastation, it's decimated, apocalyptic. And um, this, is, this is going to be a major rebuilding effort in, in the Bahamas as a result of this. Um, the Red Cross has suggested that more than 13,000 houses or approximately 45% of the homes on Grand Bahama and Abaco, which is another island of the Bahamas, have either been destroyed or at least severely damaged. And approximately 60,000 people on the islands um, are, are going to need um, emergency food and uh, clean drinking water. Okay, so the way that hurricanes are categorised and, and gauged is on what is called the Saffir-Simpson hurricane wind scale. And um, there are five categories. So category one being, being the, the smallest, category five being the largest. Now, Hurricane Dorian has been classified as a category five hurricane. So that's that. What that means is that it's um, it's based on the wind speed. So if you've got wind speed of higher than one hundred and fifty seven miles per hour, then you get it up into that category five hurricane. Um, the types of damage you're likely to experience with a category five is catastrophic. Um, so a high percentage of homes would be destroyed at those uh, wind speeds and um, likely to, uh, well, could actually be destroyed. Um, the uh, he severe damage could include um, the roof uh, roof and walls collapsing, 
but also properties been been um, severely damaged by falling trees and and um, and power lines. Uh, also, with the category five, very likely to uh, places are very likely to experience power um, cuts for potentially weeks or months, and um, as a result of that, most of the area would become uninhabitable. Uh, Possibly, well, up up to months in in terms of duration. So hurricanes are systems of intense low pressure, and they've got different names depending on where you are in the world. So in the Caribbean and uh, Gulf of Mexico, they're known as hurricanes. Actually, it, it's the same um, intense weather system if you are in. Uh, other parts of the world. So if you're in, in India or Bangladesh, they're known as cyclones. Um, if you're in the Philippines or Japan or China, then they're going to be known as typhoons. It's all the same same basic uh, system. But um, what characterises hurricanes are really high velocity winds and very heavy rainfall, um, torrential rainfall, really and both of these things can cause um, major damage uh, structural damage to um, to buildings and infrastructure and um, and clearly loss of life as well and there are certain factors that are needed for hurricanes to form um, and in fact all hurricanes form initially over uh, areas of ocean and they've got to be warm tropical ocean so um, all hurricanes, cyclones, typhoons are going to get formed in equatorial, either equatorial or certainly tropical areas. So they're all they're all between the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn. And though the the factors that are needed are, are, are sea temperatures in excess of twenty six degrees centigrade, um, where you've got quite a depth of warm water as well. So that's one thing that's that's needed. Um, they often will happen also in the late summer and early autumn. So as with uh, Hurricane Dorian affecting the uh, Bahamas at the end of August, beginning of September, um, th- this is really hurricane season. Um, and the reason for that is because this is the point at which uh, sea temperatures are at their warmest. Um, the other factor that um, is, is thought to develop hurricanes is that they're in the trade wind belt where um, the the winds blow uh, are, are warm as they blow towards the, the equator. Um, and the other factor is that they're between 5 degrees and 20 degrees latitude, so that's either north or south of, of the equator. Um, and usually once they're formed, they move westward. So if you look at any any uh, data showing the, the direction of hurricanes or cyclones or typhoons, as they might be called, um, they all move in a, a westerly direction. They're often often quite unpredictable in terms of the, the courses that they that they take. Once they hit land, their energy starts to... Um, it starts to decline it starts to dissipate and the reason for that is that their their energy source really is um is cut off at that point you know their energy source is that warm moist air 
from uh, tropical oceans. Once they hit the land, that is is taken away from them, uh, taken away from them, and that um, and and they 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 tend to diminish in intensity. Ninja. 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 And in terms of the Earth's atmospheric circulation system, hurricanes are really just a way of transferring heat away from the equator and the tropics. Um, and it's um, really hurricanes need this heat source and uh, large quantities of moisture. So, you know, tropical oceans are, are where they occur, but the amount of energy um involved in in hurricanes is is immense so it's been estimated that it, within one day a hurricane will release approximately the same as about half a million atomic bombs the size of those dropped on hiroshima and nagasaki in 1945 just to put it in in some sort of perspective there for you um so the actual hazards that are connected with hurricanes well, ge geographers look at hazards in, in two separate ways. We think about primary hazards and secondary hazards. So primary being the thing that happens to begin with, a direct result. And then the, the secondary is something that gets triggered by the primary. So it's like a, a follow-on hazard, if you like. So with hurricanes, um, primary hazards, you, ha you have the wind, the wind speed, really anything over about 100 miles an hour or 160 kilometres an hour is considered hurricane force. Um, in addition to that, the torrential rainfall could also be considered a primary hazard. Um, really uh, huge amounts of rain falling in a, a very short time period can, can give rise to flooding. And then you've got a couple of uh, really major secondary hazards associated with hurricanes. So the first one, and one that's definitely hit the Bahamas, is the the storm surge. And this is where you get a combination of the very high winds and low pressure, which helps to push seawater. It helps to, to raise the level of seawater because the pressure on it is lower and the winds are blowing that seawater onto the the shore onto the coastline. So you get these uh, co really extreme coastal flooding, uh, otherwise known as storm surges, that occur as a secondary hurricane hazard. And then the final one uh, is landslides. So where you, you have very heavy rainfall on, um, with slopes getting saturated with rainfall, um, landslides can occur. So especially where you've, you've had construction, infrastructure, housing, built on a slope you've maybe in some places had some uh, vegetation change maybe some some deforestation in certain places um, and landslides can occur and this has been particularly the case in in places like the Philippines um, <clears throat> in in recent years but also in, in areas like Hong Kong and for the Bahamas for uh, for Hurricane Dorian you know flooding has been uh, one of the, the, the major impacts, um, it's reported that parts of the Bahamas have received up to 35 inches, that's 89 centimetres, of rain as a result of the hurricane. So uh, lots of aerial photographs there of, uh, of flooded areas. Um, <clears throat> and the, the flooding is, is, is getting in the way of, of rescue efforts as well. So flooded roads, fallen debris... 
um, trees over, over roads and, and so on is uh, is causing a problem as well as the as the flooding. So at the moment, um, this is on the 4th of September, um, the hurricane has, has left the Bahamas. It's moving it's moving in in a sort of northerly and then in a northeasterly direction so it's sort of skirting the coastline of the southeastern USA now uh Florida and and Georgia particularly uh, coastal areas uh potentially at risk as it's um it's been called dangerously close to those uh coastlines uh president trump tweeted that it's uh, the the US may be a little bit lucky about it but don't let down your guard because actually it's not it's not that far away from those um southeastern coastlines and so to conclude really my my final section is you know are are we likely to to experience more hurricanes in the future we mentioned earlier that hurricane dorian is one of the most powerful uh, in the Caribbean, and we know the Caribbean is in the hurricane belt, but are we going to get more hurricanes? Are they going to be worse in the future uh, due to climate change? Because extreme weather is often one, one of the uh, hazards associated with a warming climate. And most climate scientists believe that there's a chance hurricanes will become more frequent and the intensity uh, of the hurricanes will also increase so more likelihood of getting a category 5 hurricane in the future and the the reasons given for this um are, are twofold one the first reason is that with the warming climate part of the earth system that warms up is the um the ocean temperature um so the, the more uh ocean temperatures you have over 26 degrees centigrade um, is likely it's one of those key factors that's going to generate um, hurricanes. Um, the, the second factor is that we have sea level rise and that is, is something that is already happening. Um, they're expected to rise by uh, somewhere between one to four feet uh, by the end of the 21st century so de depending on a whole range of factors so on in terms of melting ice sheets and glaciers but also the thermal expansion of seawater due to uh, a, a warming atmosphere and the fact that you will have higher sea levels puts places like the Bahamas island states at much higher risk the higher the sea levels the worse potential you have for damaging uh, storm surges and coastal flooding in the wake of the uh, the hurricane. So finally, as um, Hurricane Dorian moves away from the Bahamas and towards the um, the the U.S. coast, uh, it's been downgraded to a Category Two, but that is still powerful. Um, and lots of e uh, U.S. states, such as uh, Florida, Georgia, uh, North and South Carolina, are, are bracing themselves for. A rough, a rough time because a category two it may still have wind speeds um, somewhere in the region of 105 110 uh, miles per hour so good luck to um, the Bahamas in, in terms of rebuilding after this devastating hurricane and um, good luck 
from Geography Ninja as well to those southern US states where um, where Dorian is going to be, be going past um, over the next few days. So thanks for listening and um, I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye bye for now.